The state advances the COVID-19 vaccine rollout to phase two. When can you get your shot? On this episode, hear from one of our experts about the new phase and what you can expect. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Phase one of the state's vaccine rollout plan is wrapping up. That group includes healthcare workers, long-term care staff and residents, and those involved in pandemic response. Now we're about to begin phase two, a substantial group that's at high risk for complications and exposure to this deadly virus. Here to talk more about that is Johnson County Department of Health and Environment Director, Dr. Sami Ariola. Thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me, Theresa. All right. Well, first off, I think, you know, what's on everyone's mind is how and when can I get the vaccine? But first, we really want to talk about phase two and who's in that group. So if you could talk about that first. Yes. Uh, phase two is um, a fairly large, uh, large group. Um, uh, we've got our 65 uh, plus, 65 or older residents. Um, we have uh, educators in our K through 12 schools, and th th that include other staff, custodians, drivers, and we've got uh, operators of uh, child care establishments, uh, again, including all of their staff uh, in there. We have uh, foster responders, emergency services, uh, police and fire. We have um, also in there our uh, food and agriculture sectors. Uh, restaurants and bars, uh, retail, uh, grocery stores. That, that's a fairly large group. Just um, looking at estimates that we have, we could be looking at up to 150,000 persons in, in this category. Uh, and so um, uh, we will need to um, approach this in, in multiple ways. Uh, and of course, the big variable still is how many vaccines we, we are getting from the state every week. So we are using a, a slightly different system than the state. The state has the, the phases and we of course have the phases as well and we're moving with the state, but we also have tiers within phase two because that group is so large. Can you talk about how those are divided? Yes, so the, um, the, the, the state uh, uh, makes uh, the decisions as to uh, uh, what is in, um, in the phases. Uh, but we have a prerogative in uh, when we are executing this to uh, sub uh, prioritize within within the phases, uh, and that's what we have done. And um, it, it is um, again, it's, it's a very large group. In phase one, is largely the group that I, that I've talked about. Uh, in tier one, I'm sorry, phase two, tier one. Uh, in tier two. Then we get into uh, our congregate settings, uh, like corrections, like uh, our shelters. And again, to, to be clear, um, the um, putting uh, different groups into faces is not, uh, while, while we look at uh, factors of risk and look at uh, factors of equity, it is primarily because um, it's just impossible to do everyone at once. So we do need to space that out. And that's why it becomes um, very important for our residents to be patient. Um, especially, I mean, uh, we got 6,800 doses uh, this week. 
if that's what we continue to get. And, and that's the only thing coming into the county. Uh, you can do the calculation yourself. So we could be doing this for the next uh, few months. And so, and uh, candidly, that's uh, very close to the um, to the feedback that we are getting from the state is uh, based on the allocations that are coming to the state, that this may be what we are getting and, and this may be what we have to redistribute across the county so that we can vaccinate our people. So we've got we've got them in tears and we would, um, and so we are going to open up, for example, some of um, uh, slots for people to be vaccinated um, uh, next week. And those are going to be a subset of tier one because tier one by itself is very, is very large. Again, I appeal to our residents, is patients. I think it's absolutely fantastic, um, ab absolutely impressive the number of our residents who are ready and willing to take the vaccine. It's not, um, it's not very, very, um, uh, it's, it's not very good that we don't have enough vaccines to give. Uh, and so for us, the, the primary uh, message is uh, an appeal to our residents to, to be patient. And uh, we're trying our best to give this out um, as quickly as we can. We're trying our best to um, make sure that we are clear and explain to, to our residents um, how we are making those decisions and who will qualify. But there's just so much you can do with uh, 6,000 doses in a week coming to a county of more than 600,000 persons. And something interesting I thought you said the other day was just talking about how quickly we are getting vaccine into the arms of residents. So can you talk about what that process is in terms of receiving the doses and then scheduling clinics and then reaching out to the people who have expressed interest? Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, we um, are opening um, vaccine clinics uh, Tuesdays uh, through Fridays. And um, every, every week uh, we have um, given out um, the vaccines as quickly as we've received them. Uh, this week is actually the first week where we've had enough vaccine to open clinics Tuesdays through Fridays. Last week, uh, we, did ha we didn't have uh, vaccines on Monday. We just started receiving and getting word that we will receive some that Tuesday. So we received um, of a few Tuesdays from KU Med and Health Partnership, and we opened clinics uh, the following day. So without those ones, we would not have been able to open clinic on, 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 on Wednesday and Thursday because the allocation we got from the state did not come in until Thursday. And so we, and, and so we, we received that week a few on, on Tuesday, we opened clinic on, on Wednesday and Thursday. We received the state allocation on Thursday, which allowed us to do our clinic on, on Friday. And again, and, and then this week we've run our clinic um, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday. We got another shipment uh, yesterday and we still have some people in phase one that are yet to be vaccinated. We're still going to be doing those, but uh, later today, we're going to open up the slots for vaccination next week. Uh, again, it's going to be for, uh, uh, open up, not for everyone. People, a subset of, um, of, tier, of tier one, uh, phase two tier one. Uh, and, um, and, and then we, we just do that um, based on the number of vaccines that we get. And, um, 
And we've got partners across the county lined up that are ready and ready to vaccinate people if we get vaccine. If we get vaccines, we've got our health uh, systems that are ready, that are already communicating with their patients to say, hey, you can get your vaccine here. Again, uh, the, the primary variable here is how, when, when and how many vaccines that they get. But we've got uh, our plans may, we're, we're larger counties than some of the smaller counties. Smaller counties can um, have a system where this, they say residents register here, we'll call you down the list as we get vaccine. We're a larger county and we've got to have a more robust system. So our plan is uh, really use our resources and that includes the partnership with our hospital systems, which we have uh, we have done and already they have systems in place to vaccinate. Uh, uh, and really broadly, they have a system to scale up and to uh, increase uh, throughput if, if the vaccine is there. So, so it needs to be that we are vaccinating, they are vaccinating, our health, health partnership clinic is vaccinating. And that's how quickly we could uh, make this work uh, if, we, if we have the vaccine. But our plan is, uh, is ready to do this. Our plan is uh, very robust. And um, once we get vaccine, uh, we'll be able to get uh, it into the arms of as many residents as possible as quickly as we can. And with that efficiency that we're, we're working towards getting the, the vaccine into as many arms as possible as quick, quickly as we can, some questions are, are out there about the second dose. Are, are those being reserved for individuals who've already gotten their, their first vaccine? Uh, we have been sent the second doses as, um, as, as uh, scheduled, uh, and, that, and that's a good thing. So when uh, people uh, get their first dose, they, they get a card and our staff verbally uh, remind them that they need to schedule an appointment so that they can be vaccinated. So the vaccine is here if you have taken your first dose. So check your card. When we open up appointments, book a spot, come in, get your second dose so you can have the full benefit, full immunity from the vaccination. And just to talk a little bit more about the partners that we have lined up for phase two distribution, can you talk about um, who's going to be serving which which subgroups? Uh, th thank you for that. Um, we uh, have uh, uh, health uh, systems, the larger ones, uh, KU Med, Advent, uh, Olitha Health Systems, and uh, St. Luke's and others. And they are going to primarily focus along with us on the uh, 65 plus category are residents that are 65 years old or older, and uh, and that and that's a that's the largest uh, group there. Now, secondly, uh, the second category, um, children Children's Mercy Hospital, is going to be focused on uh, vaccinating our educators uh, K through 12, as well as our childcare establishment, and we have all of those worked out, uh, all of those um, written down and. Um, and, and mapped out and uh, we are in touch with them on, on, on a regular basis and in touch also with the schools. The superintendents are aware of that. We have um, uh, numbers that we're working with, uh, how many uh, they have in each of the districts. And, and so we are ready for that. And then uh, uh, similarly with the childcare establishments, uh, because we also 
uh, regulate uh, this entity. Uh, we already have relationships with them throughout the the COVID uh, response. We have uh, constant. We are in constant communication with them, and uh, so that's that's going on. A survey is going on is going out today to those childcare establishments to better farm up our numbers. How many people are there? What percentage of them are willing to take the virus, uh, the vaccine? And so those are ongoing. That is what um, um, Children's Mercy is going to focus on. Then the uh, um, uh, our uh, uh, food and agriculture category subset of that will be largely what um, Health Partnership Clinic uh, focus on. And and in in a uh, uh, police and fire category, um, again, uh, it's not a very large group. We have a plan in place also to um, ensure that they get their vaccine and and uh, and and working with them because some of the fire guys are able to um, vaccinate. They're able to give injections. So we're working with them where it's a different uh, system that it's not necessarily clogging up the spots that we have, but where we make another arrangement where our staff uh, are able to, to vaccinate them uh, in a way that's more efficient outside of the spots that we have to vaccinate people. Now, again, when we do that and when it happens, it's a function of when vaccine becomes available to us. And I know we've done two surveys so far, for one for phase one and then one for phase two. Can you talk a little bit about um, the purpose of those surveys and how uh, that contact information by, might be used as we move forward to actually book appointments and what the process of booking appointments will look like. Yeah, uh, thank you. I think um, the the response to um, the survey that we currently have for, for phase two uh, has, been, has been pretty good. Um, we, we do know that um, when we open it up, that um, as, uh, as some issues with it, with uh, many people getting on at the same time, but those have been fixed. And um, uh, it's very important for people to, to complete that. The primary reasons for that is um, uh, while, it's, while it's not si signing up uh, for a vaccine spot, it, it allows us to fi fine tune our plans to know how many people we're working with, how many people are willing to take the vaccine and how do we spread this out? Uh, all of those logistical de details, that's, that's helping us out. Uh, how many residents who are willing to take it are over 80 years old? How many are over 75? All of those are things that are important for us uh, 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 in terms of our planning. But it's also very important for you because uh, when we have your information, your uh, email or your phone number, we're able to push information out to you. So if you haven't completed that yet, please do. Uh, with the healthcare workers, that was a survey that was also very helpful for the same reasons. It wasn't booking a spot to be vaccinated, but it, al it allowed us to reach out to you um, with information when we have spots open to say, hey, spots are open, Go here's where you need to go to go and, um, uh, and uh, book a spot. I expect for the next, uh, for the few, uh, for the foreseeable future, that the spots that we have open will not be a lot, just based on the number of vaccines that we get. But every every day that we have clinics, we are chipping away, we are vaccinating more people, and we are moving towards our goal. May not be, uh, we may not be sprinting, uh, but we're clearly walking towards our goal. And so, very important for people to 
to complete that. It helps our planning. It also helps you to receive information directly from us, whether by email or by phone. Okay, and that information will be on our website. We have a vaccine webpage, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes of this episode. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we're, our end goal is to get rid of this virus. And so uh, we need to re- reach herd immunity. And so can you talk about what that is and then how close we are and how we know what our progress is towards that? Yes, so we are now beginning to lean more towards using uh, what's like uh, population immunity or community immunity. But the technical word that we've used for a long time is herd immunity. And basically uh, what that is, is um, if we have a certain percentage of our population immune, then we basically uh, 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 obstruct obstruct or disrupt the chain of transmission of the virus. And so part of how this virus spreads is you infect one person, one person is able to infect two or three persons. Those three people, if they are infecting two people each, it just starts to double. So what immunity does uh, when we have enough people vaccinated is that those uh, paths are disrupted and it doesn't allow the virus to uh, proliferate or to spread in the community as much as they would have, which eventually leads to suppression of transmission in the community. That number for us uh, in, in the United States as a, as a country, uh, we think uh, the closer to 90% it is, the better. And so um, we're still ways from there, but um, um, uh, and that's why it's important for us as we do all these things that we continue to wear uh, masks and uh, physically distance and avoid large crowds. We're not there yet, but we will get there. Um, uh, it's right now because we really haven't vaccinated a significant uh, portion of our population. Uh, if we look at, we don't we don't have the full pictures yet, but I suspect that by the time we we finish all the uh, uh, vaccination through the federal pharmacy partnerships, uh, by the time we get the numbers through um, from um, um, the vaccination that our health systems and hospitals have done, uh, what health partnership have done and ourselves thus far that we might uh, already be um, uh, approaching um, 9, 10% combined, because uh, again, depending on whether you're using uh, 615 or 620 or whatever number for a county, uh, we might be approaching that uh, very soon. Still far from there, but huge progress, better than there where we were early, early in December. Yeah, some some good words of hope there. Uh, it, just to bring it back once again to, again, the big questions on everyone's mind, when and how do I get the vaccine? So um, bottom line is take the survey if you're in phase two, and that's available through our website. You can get a link there. Again, have that in our show notes. And then also pay attention to uh, what your providers are, are communicating about the vaccine availability as well. Is that right? That is accurate. Yes, pay attention to the news. Uh, if we have your information, we'll uh, uh, make sure you receive those things. Pay attention to communication from your providers. Those are the right things to do. And be patient, right? That's absolutely important. We <laughs> don't have a choice. We The, the vaccines are, are going to be coming in, not in the amount that we need them. And uh, again, I will say understandably so, because we've got um, millions of people across the country who are willing and ready to take the vaccine. 
And at some point, uh, it will, will catch up. We'll have additional vaccines approved in the market. Until, until then, though, patience is a virtue. All right. Well, thank you again so much for being with us. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.